Hey, Road Trippin' fans, Amish t-shirts are as ferocious as the dunks or bangouts Richard and Channing throw down from time to time, and their softness can't even be matched. Amish has been turning back the clock with throwback tees for years. From the NBA to the ultimate warrior, you know, the tee that LeBron wore on the plane after leading the Cavs to its first title the city had seen in over 50 years. Well, Amish tells the stories of triumph, individualism, and hustle, preserving the old school and creating new legacies. Go to Amage.com, that's H-O-M-A-G-E, and pay homage with your favorite tee. Be sure to check out the NBA GM tees and one exclusively made for me and you. Better yet, three other tees designed specific to the road tripping fam you'll want to check out. We're road tripping at homage.com. Roadtrippin' fam, the time has finally arrived. Roadtrippin' has taken on yet another life of its own, its own TV show. Thanks to Spectrum Sportsnet and Uninterrupted, their patience, creativity, and kindness to trust us at something new and different, it's given us simply a chance to continue pushing forward on something we have really grown to love. Though you can still listen via podcast way, as you currently are now, just a few notes for you to remember. Yes, it is shown on Spectrum Sportsnet here in Los Angeles, but in the next day or so, we will push out a link via our social platforms so keep an eye out, that will allow you to watch the show also. We will not leave you hanging, so stay tuned. But for now, enjoy Road Trip and How You Know How. On this episode, which was recorded back in September, we finally got Richard and Channing's good friend and head coach of the Los Angeles Lakers to join us, Luke Walton. We talk life at the Waltons household growing up, Arizona life for both guys, the acting Luke has done in his past life, as well as spent some time reminiscing about a man that meant so much to Richard and many more, Big Rich. We hope you enjoy the new ride. Cheers. 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 Richard, thanks for having me on. Oh, honestly, honestly, it's my pleasure. Welcome into another edition of Road Trip, and I'm your host, Allie Clifton. He is Richard Jefferson. Yes. And yes, joining I am. us is, I mean, you got a lot of titles. You're a three-time champ. You're a Lakers head coach, but probably the best one is that Richard, you are best friend. Yeah. Did you like that? I did. I did. It was very nice. And he's like he was. You're not Richard's best friend. He's your best friend. He is my best friend. I guided him in in our (laughs) friendship for about 20 years now. So yeah, yeah. And I and like as a true friend, he's never been on. He's never been on road tripping before. Um, So I guilted it. Why is that? Because Because this. Because he's. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Now, mind you, everyone that's listening to this like knows me and Channing very well. So they understand why you might be a little apprehensive about associating with us. But there are also people like us that don't know the relationship of all three of you. And I actually have been wondering why, as best friends, you haven't. It's like um, our friendship, we're like brothers, right? Mm -hmm. So it would be like if someone came to you and said, hey, we want to do a show on on your family and tell us everything about your family. Like... I don't want that. <laughs> like, we're we're very close, and we've been through a lot together. So you're saying Richard need... knows too much about you? Well, no, but not just Richard. My actual brothers do too. I wouldn't want them, you know, putting my business out there, uh, and I wouldn't want to put their business out there. So, so this, this is him prefacing. This is so him should pre- we just end this right now? No, this, is, this, is him, <laughs> this is him prefacing. Like, this, I'm telling you why I, I wouldn't come on the. I didn't come on the show. I supported the show. I listened to the show. You were actually oh. kind of critical. You were kind of critical of it for a while. Oh, you didn't like it? No. No, that's I mean, like your it. dad was like I, our third guest. I know, and he was awesome. He was yeah. awesome. He was, awesome. <laughs> he was awesome. No one else talked. Yeah. No um, one else talked. But that's why I didn't come on it. And then <laughs> I'll let you tell the what? How story I, of how I'm sitting here, <laughs> which is it's so, still not funny, but it's funny it's because well, like well that's the thing. Like, fun, you. thank you, uh, brother. So. Um, I guess we can get into this because this will be the first time that like talked about like so when Big Rich uh, passed, uh, you know, obviously the tragic events. Um, we were actually here at this studio, so like no one knew. Like I found out that night, right? So my uncle had texted me, and there was some confusion. So I find out about it, and so I had a meeting here, and I was just like, um, for everyone listening, I'm I'm in LA at the the Spectrum Studios, so I was like, 
okay, just get through this meeting, Rich, and then you have nothing to do for like five days. Like there's no expectations, no nothing. You could just kind of go in your own world. So I go to this meeting and I see Geeter. And so all of a sudden, all of our friends start texting like, yo, TMZ just reported this about Big Rich. Like what's going on, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, does Richard know? Like he's here at this meeting. And so I'm sitting in there talking to Jared and like as soon as like my phone starts going crazy and I was like, oh, well, everyone knows. And Jared's like, well, what happened? I was like, oh, my father died last night. And so like the look on his face was just like, uh, okay, should you be here? I was like, no, no, no. I just wanted to kind of get this done and then I can go do the things I had to do. So all of my friends, like good friends, like wouldn't leave me alone. They wouldn't leave me alone at all. And so me and Jared had talked about, you know, this, this opportunity, this show and like bringing road tripping live. And so Luke is sitting on my couch with like three or four of my other buddies. And he's like, Rich, man, like, you know, whatever you need, man, like we're here for you, we'll support that you. Day? No, it was like, it was like over the next like week, they were there like pretty much every oh, okay. day uh, in my basement. And so Luke was like, dude, man, you know, look, man, you know, I love Big Rich, you know, that's my guy. Like, I can't believe this, like, man, anything you need. And I was like, hey, you want to do the pilot episode for <laughs> Stop it. Sorry. What is wrong with you? <laughs> R.I.P. Big Rich. Yeah, R.I.P. Oh Big God. Rich. And, but it was just like, it's, it's funny because he, like, he says it was kind of dirty how you set me up. Because <laughs> I've never asked him to do it before. No. Uh, and so, You've never asked him to even come on? No, no. no. I just, I was very clear to him that he didn't need <laughs> to ask me. I wasn't coming on the show. <laughs> and he's always been a bit of an evil genius, Richard has. So oh, when, really? So when he hit me with, <laughs> uh, it was like, and he, Rich, again, it's a very serious you know, thing yeah. him and his family are going yeah. through, but it's always like, I'd call him after practice, are you home? He'd be like, yes, but you don't need to. I was like, bye. And I'd hang up and I'd just drive to his house. Yeah. And we'd hang out Aww. and he was like, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. And then I asked him one time right before I was leaving, I said, seriously, anything, let me know. He said, I want you to come on road trip. <laughs> <laughs> And like the, our other friends that were at the house had all known that I wasn't going to go on either. So everyone kind of just paused. And then we had a really good laugh over it. And I said, He's like, yeah, I, I guess I'll be <laughs> <laughs> oh. Like, you don't say no to that at that moment. No. So here where, we did, are. where did this friendship start? Um, at Bill's house? No. No, no, no. No, no it started, no? It started in, uh, like, actually, we were in high school. So we, um, we both randomly went on a visit. Arizona just won the national championship. So we both went on a visit, and so um, we meet on the visit, and you know, I, I knew he. Would, we were both like the top small forwards, like on the West Coast. It was like me, him, Tayshawn Prince, um, and so I just heard of this, you know, kid Luke Walton. Quick story: one time I had played against his younger brother, and so like I played against his younger brother in a tournament, and I heard like, hey, you know, one of the, the Walton boys is on that other team. So I went out there and, and like destroyed him like I was like super focused and then I found out it was a younger Walton so it was like it was toughy so it really didn't do much for me and so then I went to Arizona we both went on our visits there what what do you guys say Tuffy was like two yeah, years younger it was so it wasn't like, like you know in the movie Troy when he thinks he kills Troy but he really like killed I, yeah. the cousin yeah, of Troy it was, yeah it was it was kind of yeah. anticlimactic I was a little I was like Tuffy probably had no idea why I was so amped up for the game, right? And they were all like sophomores and I was entering my senior year. But either way, Luke Olson called me and was like, hey, there's a kid, Luke Walton, that's like, he just is such a big fan of you. He wants to kind of come on the visit with you. And I was like, oh, that's fine. And so, um, and then we're on, then we're huh? on the visit. Oh, go ahead. Then, then we're on the visit and the whole time he was just like, you know, kind of following me around a little bit. And um, we were hanging out. Luke was following you around? Yeah, he was following me around a little bit. And then we were just hanging out. And, and he was like, Richard, man, like, you know, w would you mind if I, like, came to Arizona too? Like, you know, I, I think, man, it'd be really fun if, like, if, you know, I came to Arizona. And so um, I was like, yeah, I was like, okay. And so, like, on, like, when I was leaving Arizona, like, I, like, finished my visit and I was telling Lute Olson, um, I was like, hey, you know, my first visit, like, you're not supposed to do. I was like, Lute Olson. Um, he was telling me, he's like, hey, you know, are you, you know, what are your thoughts? And I was like, no, I, I really like it. He's like, okay, uh, so, you know, the kid that was here, Luke Walton, like, he wants to come here too, but, you know, he only wants to come here if you're coming here. And so I, I pretty much, I pretty much Is this was not like, true? no, it's not. <laughs> I mean, so, it's, it's, it's his show, so I'm gonna let him keep going. We, no, part, that's why we bring you in because Richard's on every it, other show listen, and he tells these stories. We were, and, we were, we were, no, wait, we were, wait, 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 can uh, I finish the story? Yeah, it's your story, go ahead. Go ahead, your story. 
So it's he your goes, story. It's your show. I'm here to make you look good. Whatever. He goes. Luke Olson was like, so Is this, this kid. So he was like, Luke, Luke Walton was like, he really wants to come to Arizona. Like, if you're going to come here, and he's like, do you mind? And I was like, at first, I was a little like, kind of like, I don't know, coach. He was like following me around the whole weekend. I was like, what do you like, a little brother? Like, yeah, he was like following me around the whole time. And it wasn't time. cool to you? No, it was cool. Like, he's a nice kid. Like, you, you know. You're not, why are you buying into this? I'll just let him talk, and okay. then I'll tell okay. you the truth of what happened. When and so talking. the whole time, the whole time, like, <laughs> Lute Olsen was like, Richard, like, we would love to have you, right? But also the kid, Luke Wall, and he was like, and coach is like sitting here, like, convincing me that he's a pretty good player. And I was like, coach, I don't know kind of doing my own thing here and he was just like well you know the kid really wants to come but if you're going to come like just let me know what's 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 real and I was like coach fine he can come to Arizona and I'll commit too like that was kind of like the story and then like he called me Lute Olsen called me like a few weeks like hey Luke Walton asked for your number he really wants to be your roommate in college all right so listen all right <laughs> here's how it went down we we're both top recruits no and we can move forward, right? We can move forward okay. after. We were both top recruits. Okay. We came out on the same weekend. Okay. He said, I got two open spots. So we went out. Miles Simons took us out. Mike Bibby took One us out. One of your assistant coaches. One of my assistant coaches, Mike Bibby, obviously, played in the league forever. Those were our two hosts. Okay. We had a good time. Okay. So we were 18-year-olds <laughs> going to, to, to see Arizona. Um, we were hanging out that night, and we were both like, look, I'm in if you're in. So... He said, so we have very we, different recollections of this. Story. Yeah, I have the truth and you have your version. <laughs> so he said, all right, let's see. I'm like I'm in. Let's yeah. do it. Deal. So the next morning, I'm a little hungover. Um, you were hungover a little bit. Yeah, I didn't uh, think I drank at the time. You did not at that time. You did not. <laughs> <laughs> I did. Um, <laughs> Coach Olson took me to uh, the airport, dropped me off first and said, look, we have two scholarships we want whoever takes them first I said coach I'm in right and he said well welcome aboard we'd love to have you here so you signed for or you committed first I, verbally yeah and then he took Richard and went because Richard was from Phoenix that he was just driving back later so he, he met them later and he said well we got a commitment from Luke already and he said well so you were the follower he was he didn't follow but I just met with coach first but this is where but we weren't even friends yet like this this was just like we were going to be teammates this is where i knew we were going to become friends <laughs> so i got his number i said listen we're rooming together um i said what do you have and he said something along the lines of like what, what was the game like, console I have back a PlayStation. Then? playstation i have a playstation and a vcr i said perfect i have a tv and a stereo, uh, and a stereo. i'll see you in three months and he was like cool and we hung up the phone, <laughs> and then we didn't talk to each other. Mm. So, uh, like, no, that was when I was kind of like, all right, this is, you know, this is my kind of guy. Like, <laughs> he's, got what, he's got what he's got, I got what I got. We'll see each other when we see each other. And, and then that's, that's kind of uh, okay, how it okay, again, the story. That, That's actually a pretty cool story. Like, I don't know why you needed your... No, no okay, again, he's giving a very different version of the story that I remember. Right. I just remember like this, like, like private school kid from from, from Hillcrest, California, like following me around. That's all I remember. Right. Like, again, like he said he was a little hungover. So maybe his recollections of the event. Maybe are, you're a little. I'm getting there. Right? This is why I'm they want to come on the show. <laughs> That's so I thought it, I think. No, it's no. All, yeah. all kidding aside. Um, yeah, my story's true. <laughs> so that's when we first met. And then as teammates, uh, we started obviously building bond and friendship. And then in the summertime, we'd go stay at my dad's house. So tell us uh, about that, because that was the no. first story he told <laughs> <laughs> You want to know about our college summers? No, I think what... What was it like growing up in oh, at Bill's house? That's, yeah. It was awesome. Bill's, he Bill's? made it sound like you had zero supervision in your life. No. That you could we, just, like, it was, like, well, where everyone wanted to be. There was, we, we had a... Uh, Look at him trying to process. No, we had supervision. It just wasn't there all the time. <laughs> so, like... Limited. Like, my dad obviously worked a lot. Right. Uh, my mother is a saint. She teaches parenting classes. Yeah. So she, um, you know, she lived in San, a different part of San Diego. But we were back and forth to both of their houses. Uh, but when we got into high school, if we found out my dad was going on a road trip, we'd make sure to <laughs> stay at his house for a couple days. Um, and, you know, there was, there. if we got caught 
doing something, there was still consequences. Oh, yeah, he kicked us get... out of his house multiple times. Yeah, we've been booted. Really? And said not oh, to come back for Multiple weeks. times. Like he Bill? Yelled... Yeah, oh, Bill yeah. yelled. Bill, so, like, Bill, again, is he's a saint in another way. Like, he's a saint because he cares and he was very good at shaping young men, right? As far as, like, he would, like, like, I remember the very first time, like, I went and stayed. He, like, Luke got me suspended, but like, <laughs> Wait, no, what? I, I kid you not. So this suspended? is what happened. So, this is so, oh, so yeah, we were, yeah, yeah. yeah so back is. then, so yeah. Bill was like, hey, Richard, we'd love to have you out. But it was cool because his younger brother played at San Diego State. Um, his oldest bro older brother, Nate, played at Princeton. And then uh, uh, Adam played at, he went to LSU, but went to Notre Dame, uh, like a smaller school. So you have like four division one basketball players, like all living under the roof. So he was like, you know, Richard, if you would like to come out, we would love for you to stay with us. So I was like, yeah, I get to get out of 112 degree weather in Phoenix and go to San Diego. So we would go out there and we would like play in his backyard. We would play pickup. Like we would just argue. We would just like hang out. And so the very first time Bill goes, um, Richard, I'm going to take you to the airport, right? <laughs> so all of the guys are just like, oh, Bill's taking you to the airport. Bill's taking you to the airport. So like Bill takes me to the airport. It's just me and him, right? And I'm a little nervous, right? Like I know Bill, but I don't know him. And he starts giving me like this like dad speech, which is like, Richard, you know, I, I you know, you and Luke are really close and you know, I, I've made a lot of mistakes in my in my professional career. And as you progress and become more and more of a man, I just want to make sure you understand, like, the worst thing that you can do for others are things they could and should, should do, do for, for themselves. themselves. Like, these are the speeches he's giving me, like, as he's dropping me off to the airport at, like, 18. Mind you, it probably didn't sink in until I was, like, 26. And I was like, oh, that's what the fuck he was talking about, <laughs> right? I was like, I get it now. But he was like, Bill, yeah, Bill treated, like, all of us, like, sons right yeah and it was just funny because as we got older he would then yell at me like i was his son like we would be like drinking or hanging out like afterwards and be like richard why don't you go to your parents house and destroy their house <laughs> like these are the type of things he, he would yell at us all the time but it was like coming from like a dad's do you have a story like channing told on our podcast of his like first um no, because all of the stories with Bill are the exact same story. Like, you'd see him coming out to the hot tub naked at, like, 8.30 in the morning. Yeah. Right? He would be there at, like, 6 or something like that. Or he, like, he starts his at 6. He starts his but, at 6. Yeah, you'd come out. Yeah, we'd he get starts ready. his what? Hot his tub morning. at 6. Oh. So, like, we'd come out getting ready for school, and he was already finishing his hot morning. tub. But he'd be out there with the towel over his shoulders. Naked, naked hot tub. Listen, Grateful Dead playing through rock speakers yeah. all throughout the back. No, everyone's laughing, but it's and, not It's and, not a joke. Like, he legitimately... And there was no, like, oh, sorry, boy. If we walked up, he'd be like, hello. Hello. Luke's just, father, Bill. Yeah, just Luke's <laughs> father, Bill. And I'm like, how, and so, like, naked. very respectful. It's like, how are you doing, Mr. Wald? <laughs> no, no, Richard, call me Bill. Yeah. Call me Bill. And it's just like... While he was... While he was naked, naked yeah. like, wobbling around. <laughs> wobbling around on, like, 19 con reconstructed knees. But he would, like, it's just... The, and so, like, even, like, after I got to the NBA, I would still go back there and, like, hang out with them during the summer and train. So, like, I would do stuff, like because I would be on East Coast time because I played with the Nets. So I'd wake up at like 6 a.m. And, and I would be in the hot tub and here comes Bill at like 6 a.m. Mm -hmm. How are you doing today, Richard? And it's just like, man, like, put your junk away, too. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's just, no, no. But that's him and he would yell, it's like, boys, 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 no shorts in the hot tub. It's uh, like, it, there's the, the detergent from the soap, it just adds way too many bubbles. Adds way too many bubbles to the, to the soap. And it, it, it did, but it still was like, it still was a little something that was a little strange. Uh, yeah. Wait, oh, the detergent on the... The detergent from the... He told us we weren't allowed to wear shorts swimming because... They were <laughs> no, he's being like, yeah. Th but that's like this, like, his dad is like a notorious hippie. Like, everyone knows that. Like, that's not... Like, like Lute Olsen used to make that terrible joke that Luke, used, Luke would, like, fail a drug test just off his DNA. Yeah. Right? Like, and he would say this, like, Lute Olsen would say this joke to, like, thousands of like <laughs> alumni and sponsors at like banquet dinners. He's like, so this is Luke Walton. We make sure he doesn't get drug tests because he would fail off his DNA, right? <laughs> like this is, and now Lute Olson's a 67 year old man making this joke, it's like your granddad. But you know, no, that was kind of like our summers was just kind of like hanging out, training, working out. And I think it kind of motivated us because we wanted to get to the NBA because if we could live a life like Bill, right? Yeah, like that was, was kind of like the goal. <clears throat> he was a role model 
So yeah, we had, well, again to answer your original question, we we had parents <laughs> and structure. It was just a lot <laughs> of uh, a lot of freedom, and uh, just, it wasn't the always told there. The story for an hour, which was amazing. Again, on our episode, it was just like that's where you want to find find your way to a house like that. Yeah, well, I Lots love people it. Well, it's but it's different for everybody. Like my brothers didn't have the same experience as I did. Like oh. when we talk about how much how awesome it was, some of them were like, "No, it sucked." There was people everywhere. There was no, you <laughs> know, so, you I'm, so not gonna like call, I'm not going to call out so? who's who in oh, this in case go. they're listening. But like, yeah, for me, I loved it. That's how I like living. Uh, I still like living that way. <laughs> That's how so like if, if you, yeah, I mean, if if you're in town, you know, I come stay at the house and like that's just the way I grew up and I love living that way. Um, no, the the funniest thing is like we'd be sitting in the hot tub at like 10 a.m. Right. We'd be sitting there trying to figure out like what we were going to do and like two random guys would get in the hot tub and then we'd be just kind of sitting there and these guys would be kind of cracking jokes and blah, blah, blah. And we would just, they'd be vibing out or whatever. It's a big, it's a big hot tub before people get any weird ideas, <laughs> right? It's a really big hot tub. So, so all of a sudden these two guys would get out, but he was like, oh yeah, Luke, you remember back then, blah, blah, blah. And oh, hey, do you remember that party, your high school graduation party, blah, blah, blah. So I was like, I was like, wow, Luke, how long have you known those guys? And Luke would be like, I've never seen those two guys before in my entire what? life. What? You just have oh. random people show up? Yeah, oh, but yeah. so much that you just never questioned it. No. Like people would walk in and be like, hey, what's up? And then be like, I'd look at one of my brothers and be like, who is that? Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> you know oh my God. So it was. Uh, uh, well, the Grateful Dead uh, used to do like, they would throw after parties at Bill's. Like they would like take off like the, the what did you say? Like the tennis court. Yeah. And they would like set up their instruments and then throw like jam sessions. Okay, so it has, sorry, I'm taking a sharp left here, uh, kind of. Has it been hard making the transition from a lifestyle like that to now being in the position that you're in as a coach? No, I think like, it's, still... uh, I think it's for me personally, it's helped prepare me. I mean, like as a coach, there's, there's so many things coming at me all day. <laughs> like I show it like late here today. Like, I'm, I'm yeah, dealing... you were very late. Thank you for that, by the way, for yeah, acknowledging you're that. welcome. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but there's a million things at all every single day yeah. that need to be addressed and done and you know talk to this staff member about this the staff member about this and make your own decisions about what you know the the team is doing that day the next day mm -hmm. um so i think that i think in hindsight like growing up like that has really helped me prep for the wild madness chaos that is the life uh the coaching life with you know it's all the different angles that are coming at you every day so that's i think it's been a good thing at least that's yeah. how i look at it but i try to turn, <laughs> right. i try to turn everything positive people be like what are the challenges this year i don't have challenges just you don't just, have challenges this year you don't opportunities. just that's a mindset okay i'm gonna stay on this for a second i know we told you that we're not talking a lot of basketball and we won't this will be it i promise we'll get into your retirement and all that you retired yeah we're both retired i was getting ready to sign you we're both is that why you're retired? Thing, that's the only thing that prolonged my retirement, <laughs> that prolonged me announcing my retirement. <laughs> Thanks, guys. You're I appreciate welcome. it. You're going to sign me as a coach. Yeah. No one cares. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Wow. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you, you talk about that and how it prepared you. When you go back to your rookie year, mm -hmm. and I know you've been asked this a little bit, the vets that you had, mm -hmm. right? Most notably, Shaq, Shaq Kobe, no. Karl Malone, Gary Payton. What you experienced then, and then fast forward, you become, I guess, playing under a guy like Phil Jackson, but then you become an assistant under Steve Kerr. Mm -hmm. Phil, Steve, guys like that, along with what you already knew coming up. How or what did they teach you when it comes to managing, because you talk right now about opportunities, mm -hmm. yet the challenges that we off on the outside would see. What well, did they teach you about managing? Everything, and it's, I mean, going into that, my, my rookie year, I remember sitting there and like the, even the first road trip, like you get off the bus and they tell you, all right, we'll see you tomorrow. And mm -hmm. all I knew was college and high school, obviously at the time. And I was like, wait, what about team meal, video <laughs> session at night? <laughs> and the vets are like, what the f are you talking about? Like, go do it, go whatever you want. Yeah. That's what I gave you per diem, go eat dinner. And like, so I remember sitting there my rookie year just being blown away by this is, like this is the NBA. And these are the guys I've looked up to and watched for years now mm -hmm. as my teammates. But what I, you know, a common thread of what I learned from that year and what I've learned from, you know, coaching in Golden State with, with uh, Steve and playing with Kobe for all those years is, 
you know, every other level is it's a it's a dictatorship, at least in my experience. It's the head coach and he tells you what to do and you do it. And you don't ask any questions. And I saw the 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 power and the intelligence and the skill level of these elite players mm -hmm. and what they were capable of and the way they saw the game. Um and and how how strong it could be when the player and the coach are working, players and coaches are working together uh, in 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 what they're trying to accomplish, as opposed to just what I'd known at the time, which was just do whatever the coach tells you and don't ask questions. Um, so I think that has been a huge influence on uh, on who I am as a coach. Mm -hmm. uh, and then when I got to Golden State, obviously. Uh, watching the way Steve put it in mm -hmm. was, you know, it was the same type of type of uh, deal. It was let's get these players bought into what we're doing, give them ownership of the team, and then we can coach the hell out of them because there's that type of trust and bond relationship built, which I like. That's how I naturally felt anyway. So like to yeah. see it happen was a great experience yeah. for me. Uh, and it was when I took over. I like those Lakers teams more than I liked your Golden State teams. I you beat one Lakers of those Golden State teams. Yeah, but it was it was. You did too. I didn't score a point. Yeah, but you're on the you're see that that's part of the culture. You're part of the you're part of the crew out oh, there. You're oh, doing the sideline. She line. tries she tries to act like that, but there was some. I there, I am very much like that. She's oh, like really? we so did you, it. So we, I didn't so score a point. So let's say so let's say <laughs> no. I was <laughs> like, no no. So so if there was like maybe like another like sideline person like talking shit. Okay, stop it. Now you're just going. Now you're just starting. No, just stop it. <laughs> God, now I get it. Now you're just starting stuff. Want to come on? That's, first of all, everybody, calm down. Yeah. <laughs> We're very calm on this couch over here. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. No, I've never heard that, though. I've never heard um, a coach say, give ownership to the team. I've never, you know. Well, I, just, I, to me, I believe that if, if the players feel that ownership and mm -hmm. take that ownership, they're gonna. They're a lot more invested yeah. in what what needs to get done to win, and it's hard to win. Like yeah. it's really hard. You got to commit and sacrifice and fight through t fatigue and injury and and be away from your family. All these things that you have to give up to truly be a championship team. Yeah, I feel it's a lot easier to do when you're invested in it and you feel like this is my team as well. Like I'm not just a a player on the team. You have um, three so. rings. How many times do you? Make sure Richard remembers. I don't because I'm a good you friend. You don't? I don't. No. He, you know what he loves to do? Like we're playing volleyball in the summer and it'll be like 15, 12. And I heard he's better be, than you at volleyball. That's also not true. But <laughs> he'll be like 15, 12 and they'll be like, someone will say something about a comeback and he'll be like, oh, we got this. I've been down way worse than this. <laughs> and like that's his go-to line. And again, I could at that point be like, well, I got, again, I have three of these things. Uh, but I don't because I'm his friend. I no, want, you just I did want it just him there. to succeed. Like, you just did it I, I'm in happy that for his success. No. Because he's smart. No, no, but this is the thing. Like one of like part of our like friendship is we we both wanted the other one to succeed, right? So it was like when he I think you were still in college. Like he came out to New York and watched me in the finals. Like I was sitting there, I like I had lost like your his rookie year in the finals. Like I was in I like went and watched him play in the finals. So like we've always like kind of supported each other. We didn't ever know that we were going to go head to head. And so uh, I think I remember telling you this, Allie. I was like, um, you know, you were like, so what do you think about this Warriors finals? And Bob, I was like, you know what my biggest issue is? Oh, I yeah. Was, I was like, the, the, the fucking guy on the sideline over there, I was like, the dude shits rainbows. Like, like Luke shows up. Luke shows up to Golden State. They win a championship. Next year, they break the Bulls record. And he's like, he wins like he 25, the, 25 yeah. in a row. I'm like, that's my biggest worry is that that guy's on the sideline. If there's any way this guy could get the flu. And then I remember, I remember um, after, um, like you told somebody, somebody was like, did you go say what's up to Richard? He's like, I wasn't, but then I saw him crying over there. <laughs> but uh, afterwards, but the cool thing was, and like, like there's a competitiveness, cause like, I think, I think at that point in time, like he was a coach. So I think for him, his full on competitiveness was like, no, I don't care. Like that's, it doesn't matter friendship. It's like, I want to win. I don't care about my friends. But if there is one consolation, it's like, if my friend, my best friend can get a ring playing basketball, right, that I already have two, dick, 
And so it was like, he was like, yo, then cool. Like, three good, 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 three. Yeah, no, I was three. talking about two as a player, yeah, two okay. as a player. So yeah. you already have that yeah. on me. And I'm not going to get one as a coach because I hate, I hate <laughs> players and people, so I'm never going to coach. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, so uh, I, I just don't have the patience for that. But I think the coolest thing was, you know, I, I tell people, it's like, yo, so how was it when you saw Luke the first time? Um, the first thing I did, I remember we were at Gumtree right there in Hermosa Beach, and, you know, he's got his son lost, and I got a little rich. And I was like, hey, what's going on, champ? And he was just like, what's going on, champ? Right? And that was it. That was it. Like, like we were going to constantly Oh, you two are so cute. <laughs> stop it. Please stop. Like, please no, stop. Was, you, that's exactly how you just told the story, that no, you wanted someone to. For it. No, but it's respect because he knows. He knows how, like, one, we both lost in that national championship game, which if he didn't have brittle bones and didn't break his thumb, like, we would have been fine. <laughs> Right, and then you is know, it everyone else's fault? Yo, Always? no, because he no, he did. Like, unfortunately, like if he would have been healthy, or Gilbert was Gilbert, Gilbert special. Yeah. Gilbert was special, but had he been healthy, like he literally, he was our sixth man that year, and had like had he not broke his thumb, like we like it was a close, close game, and I give credit to all the credit to Duke. Like I, I hate all of them, but like I give them the credit. <laughs> but like. You I think some of our, what? our guys in here have never heard Road Tripping. Never. Oh, well, well <laughs> fucking congratulations, <laughs> right? Uh, it gets better. Um, no, so that was kind of the thing. Did you? Did I let you listen to the Gilbert thing? You did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so Gil, Gilbert Arenas, uh, this is a random segment. Gilbert Arenas started a podcast. Good, good luck, Gil. Uh, and so uh, one of the things he talks about, like me and Luke hosting him on his visit, and... <laughs> You, ho you guys hosted him? We hosted him on his visit. Yeah. At least he says. And they were like, so the guy like that was kind of interviewing was like, well, how was Luke? Well, Luke and Richard, they were good. He's like, no, they were the worst. They kept telling me that I shouldn't come to this school, right? Because that's just kind of like, we did like, we recruited people the other way. It's like, oh, where are you going to Cal? Like, where are your other schools that you're looking at? He's like, well, I'm looking at Cal State Northridge in Kansas State. And then we were like, I think Kansas State would be a good fit for you, right? Wait, why? Just to challenge him. Just to challenge him. We just to yeah. make sure he was mentally ready. Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. And he was. And he was. was. <laughs> Gilbert was really good. We had, a starting, we had a starting shooting guard, Reuben Douglas. Started as a freshman. Uh-huh. And Gilbert came out on his trip. And we're like, why are you? Like, we have a starting freshman. Like, why are you coming here? And he told us in front of Reuben, <laughs> he said, I kicked the shit out of Reuben in high school. I gave Reuben 45. You think I'm afraid to come here and play behind him? And we, and we didn't, we, we like, didn't I, knew, I knew Gilbert I from like, like the pump camps and stuff here in LA. Like we had all kind of grew up together playing, but Gilbert showed up on campus and it was a joke. <laughs> the dude murdered everyone, uh. right? And Gilbert didn't know how good he was. Part of Gilbert's like gift and curse is that like he always played with a chip on his shoulder, but then it was like, when he didn't need to play with a chip on his shoulder, it just needed to be smart. He couldn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> he couldn't, he had an inability to do that. But no, and then lo and behold, Ruben transferred. Like all these guys started transferring right away because Gilbert like came in and killed. But um, yeah, Gil, man, shout out to Gilbert Arenas. Good luck with your podcast, man. I actually listened to it. It was really funny. If people get a chance to go listen to that. Oh, you're serious. Yeah, he no, it was. He did podcast. start a And it was good. It yeah. was. Yeah. It was good. But right. I, I feel like Gilbert's going to have a little trouble interviewing other people. <laughs> did he interview himself? Yeah, he did what basically interview himself. Was, he, told, he told his own story. Uh, <laughs> he was doing that thing for a while with the porn star. What was her name? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. On Complex. Mia yeah, Khalifa. Yeah. 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 Kids, don't Google that. Um, <laughs> speaking of Google, speaking of Google, I didn't know this until I Googled you today, Luke. How did that work? Well, there, I found a lot of things. Okay. However, you started Young and the Restless? <laughs> so listen. What? I did an so episode. Listen. I loved and Young now, and the Restless. Yeah, you didn't see my episode? I graduated <laughs> no, that no. year, by the he way. Tried to, he tried uh, to I was into passions at that time. Yeah, it was, um, it was fun. But I, I've always had, like, the mentality, like, I, I want to try new things, right? Okay. Like, you got to challenge yourself to get. Hence why you're here. Yep. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, well, no, I'm only here yeah. because Richard's dad died. <laughs> <laughs> he pressured me into coming. That's, that's you why. You have to know your friends. <laughs> you have to know your audience. You're but a dick. I, you're I a never dick. asked I just him said that for, on TV. You're I a dick. Never, I never asked him for a thing. That's part of our friendship. It's like, we don't really yeah. ask each other. We and just, like, it, hang yeah. out. Yeah, so this isn't uncomfortable for me. Like, I, I'm saying, like, I want to try new things that are uncomfortable to push to the grow. boundaries and to grow. Yeah. So they asked me to do it. I hate <laughs> acting. I, I mean, I'm not good at it. I know I'm not. Uh, but I said yes, because it was the off season. I figured let's try something new. And Phil Jackson literally put it <laughs> on every edit 
for like three seasons. Like anytime I did something bad, it would clip to be like, am I that predictable or whatever it was I <laughs> said. It. Oh. oh, it was, have you seen it? Have yeah, you Googled it? No. Oh, it's the worst. I think it's yeah, actually it watch so it. Yeah, it was the worst. Yeah. I, had, I, yeah, I had more hair back there. It was the only good thing I had going for me. Yeah, um, how's that? I'm it's it's how? bald, and that's why I have a hat on. I don't know where the cameras are going to be, but. No, that was so funny. Which you, was it, was it, who were, who were you with? with? When you said you were looking at the video? Young and the Restless? No, no, no. Yeah, what you we're talking about young. We're talking about the Y and the R here, right? We, I, I, is I saw it today, and I texted R? Richard right away. Because he was like, right? let me know if you have any questions or want to talk about anything. And he, um, I Googled you, and I I was like, okay, we have to talk about this. And I put da-da-da. Luke starred in Young and the Restless? The start is amazing. a nice. The start <laughs> is nice. <laughs> I mean, I, like, I what was the cameo fee for that? You got your SAG card? Yeah, I did. And I got, like, for, for like 10 years after that, I got, like, checks in the mail for, like, $3.42, <laughs> like, randomly for <laughs> residuals. But uh, it Were was. Were you ever in a TV show? Soap opera? No, I can honestly say no. I was not never that hot. The one thing he did give me advice on was uh, the Sports Illustrated. So I did Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition, and you were what, what were you? Yeah. The, the, yeah, you were on. You were in like people's like. What were you? Bachelor's. I don't know, most eligible bachelor. You were most what? Which my, to this day is my mom's most proud magazine <laughs> I've ever been in. Uh, most really? eligible bachelor. Yeah, when I was when I first got drafted. So he did most eligible bachelors, and so like a year later, uh, uh, the girl I was dating at the time, they wanted us to be in like um, like the swimsuit edition. So I call him and I was like, dude, man, I don't know, man. I was like, should I should I do this? And he was like, Richard, what's the, what's the worst that happens? A bunch of people see you with a really hot chick. <laughs> and I was like, all right, that's a fair point. I was like, that's a fair point. I guess I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Luke's, Luke's got some stuff. guiding his life <laughs> for 20 <laughs> years now. Oh, it's guiding a lot. Yeah. Like, you're lucky I, I told Lou Dolson it was okay for you to come to Arizona. Listen, so he got, I I moved to the South Bay. Mm -hmm. He moved to the South Stop Bay. Stop it. I got married. Stop it. Hold Wait, on, what? hold on, hold on. I got married. He got married. I started having kids. He started having kids. I told him about yoga and beach volleyball. He, his career was over like four years ago. <laughs> he started playing beach volleyball every summer with us and opened his own yoga studio. And then all of a sudden he goes back and wins an NBA title and is like playing for another four or five years. So again, guidance. Can you believe he played uh, as long as he did? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, he's, he's, he's uh, we used to tell him he won the genetic lottery. Like he, <laughs> yeah, most he, of the things I did were to like hurt my body yeah, to try and level know, the playing field, right? And so, um, but like we would, if we started lifting, like he would get like too strong. Like he'd go for like football. He'd start looking like a football player in like two weeks. You know what I mean? Like so, he's no man. He's had I, a nice. You know, he's had a nice. I got like that. that yeah, yeah. I was ripped there, dude. Look, I know people. We're gonna just make a bunch of visual. Um, references for people that are listening, so that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like that that wow, like that photo right there. No, but like uh, you were talking about, you saw that picture of, of Big Rich, and yeah. you were like, speaking of genetic lottery, yeah. like I see where you get it from. Big uh, Rich was. Oh, yeah, Big Rich was ready. the man. But All Luke I've was, ever seen of Big Rich was the older Big, fat, big, big Rich. Fat, big, and fat, that big was rich. Big Heavy working the barbecue <laughs> with a cigarette in his mouth. You posted yeah. that in your. Um, Right. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, so like again, like Luke and I, like we've been friends for so long. But he was there. Like I hadn't seen Big Rich. Like Big Rich had some really like heavy like drug and alcohol issues. And so it wasn't that he wasn't a good dude or it wasn't uh, a great dude. He just had his own kind of journey. And I know people have kind of heard bits and pieces. But you know, my mom always spoke highly of Big Rich. Just said like, hey, you know. And my mom remarried when I was like 20. Or my mom remarried when I was like seven. So like I had a father figure, John, I love him to death, that's my guy, Luke knows him really, really well. But like Big Rich just had like real kind of like, he just had drug and alcohol issues. And so that was part of the reason why my mom moved us from LA to Phoenix to get away from like South Central, Compton. And so Luke was there when um, I hadn't seen Big Rich in like 10 years. So like, it was like, I was like eight. So we were playing at Texas. We were playing at University of Texas. We had just beat them. They were five in the country. We were number one. No one cares. And uh, <laughs> we go in. I had 19 in the second half. And so I was like, Luke. I was like, Luke. Oh my God. Do you want? So the first thing he hasn't lied about since we did. <laughs> but he did. That's the first thing I haven't lied about. I said we were friends. Uh, um, so he goes, 
I was like, hey, uh, and that was like, again, man, you like look back on your life and you look at moms, I was like, hey, uh, do you want to come meet Big Rich? And, and we were like sitting in the hotel in Austin. We weren't old enough to go drink or do anything. We were like, sure. So my parents had like kind of like, you know, they took him to go, you know, kind of clean him up and make sure like he was cool. And and uh, we like sat across the table and like you're sitting across from the table as like, with like kind of like quote unquote, not a stranger, but just someone like I hadn't seen in 10 years. And I remember Luke was like, you know, just kind of like, what's up, Rich? And like, it was cool for like, so I didn't see, I saw Big Rich at 19. I didn't see him again until I was like 29, right? Because oh, wow. again, he still had like those issues. And at 29, he cleaned his act up and he was, he was, he was good at that point in time, right? Mm -hmm. Like he'd gone, like he'd gone to rehab, cleaned himself up. Like he lived like from 29 up until just most recently, like he was good. But for him, like meeting Luke at 19, all both of us at 19 and then watching like Luke go winning championships and watching Luke be a coach. Like he was so proud of Luke. Like Luke was one of his kids, right? <laughs> and so like we would all just hang out. And like you said, Big Rich would be on the grill like constantly, anytime, anytime during the summer. Cause I don't cook. I refuse to cook. Yeah. Uh, well, that was, uh, we used to like, my, I told him like my, <laughs> one of the things I miss most about Big Rich is every time I would turn the corner cause we play volleyball out by where medium rich lives because uh, <laughs> there's, little, there's rich. little rich too yeah. so medium rich uh big rich would be out in the front with a beer in his hand a cigarette in his mouth and i i'm again most of the time running late no so like way. i just roll the window down and give him a big rich call out from from the uh the car and he just starts laughing with this huge smile and he's got he always had like all mesh it's on like all one with color hats. with like a top hat and a cigarette and he just kind of laugh and smile and then uh he you know are you coming over for the barbecue later are you on it big rich he said you know it I said, i'll see you <laughs> later player, man. what's up player, player. 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 So, yeah Aww. he's uh yeah yeah, big so, Rich is, no, Big is, Rich was great, and that was one of the cool things, man. It's like, you know, as tragic as it was, and it, it was tragic and shocking, um, Luke, fix your mic. Um, as tragic and crazy as it was, it was more about um, the time that we got together. Because, yeah. like, like, when I tell people that, people are like, oh, yeah, but, like, Luke really knows. Like, Luke knows, like, man, I remember when you, when you saw him at 19 and then you didn't see him again until 29, but it also takes a certain kind of mindset. Like I didn't have any animosity. Like I understand people that have issues and things that they're dealing with. And like, I was okay. Like mom, dad, father figure, you know, I was playing in the NBA, like I was doing my own thing. So, um, you know, like when he passed and all that stuff and like, you know, he was 300 pounds with a heart condition, a lung condition, and loved cooking barbecue. Like the man could have gone, the man could have gone. A lot of butter. A lot of butter. Like the food, like, like that's why I said, when I said, uh, like I posted that on Instagram, I was like, most people don't understand, like you can only, you could only eat Big Rich's cooking like a couple of times a summer, but it was amazing. And it was like, cause he was a chef or whatever. And you know, I, I know people are listening to this. So many people reached out and so many people, um, texted me, emailed me, called me, sent me messages on, like, and I didn't have any social media. Like I had Showed Snapchat. up uninvited. Showed up, oh yeah, I had friends <laughs> that day. showed up uninvited. Every day. Every day, yeah. Every day, and it was so annoying. It was so annoying. He I'm would not literally, he would just sit there and be like, can you guys leave now? No, one can time, so now? like, it was Thursday. It was Thursday, was it Thursday? So maybe it was Thursday or, I, yeah, I think it was Thursday because it was like, they were there all day, right? They were there all day. And then um, I was like, all right, guys, we were watching like Family Feud or something right. in the house. I was like, all right, guys, it's, it's, I appreciate you. And then Luke was like, yo, we got a football game going. Do you want to get some action? And I was like, all right, the football game is about to start in 20 minutes, fine. And then the next thing you know, it's like we had some action. And then it goes, it goes. Um, it was the Cleveland Jets it was a game. Cleveland, it was a Cleveland Jets game. So I was like, look, people are not going to believe me, but Big Rich's birthday is 420. Yes, his birthday is 420. That just adds to the to the living legend that Big Rich is. Uh, <laughs> Allie doesn't know what 420 is. Uh, <laughs> it doesn't is know that funny, Luke? I don't know what it is. Either. That's why I'm <laughs> you don't know what it is? Oh. So we bet. You're so, lying. Yeah, so oh. we, de we decided to bet <laughs> Oh, you're just being a friend. Yeah, he's being a friend. So we decided <laughs> to bet 420, right? So it was like Cleveland, right? So it was Cleveland versus the Jets. Yeah. Was it the Jets? The Jets. Yeah. 
And so Cleveland we, hadn't won a game in like three years. Three and years. they were favored. And they were favored. First of all, <laughs> was it, it was not half? three years. Well, what was it? They won one game in the last two and a half seasons. Okay, well, it wasn't three years. Okay, well, oh, wow, wow. He's he's the person exaggerating. Richard, so, like, you won a championship in this. I, I love Cleveland, but I'm just saying the Browns, I didn't play for the Browns. But okay. the Browns hadn't won a game in two and a half years. And so, like, my friends are sitting there. <laughs> And they're like, they're like, come on, like, what's the action? Like, let's get some action on this so we can sit and actually watch a Browns game. And I was like, well, shit, I don't know. Let's let's bet Big Rich's birthday. It wasn't just the Browns, though. It was Browns Jets. It's Browns like, Jets. Not like it was Browns <laughs> Patriots. Patriots or uh, Dallas. It was Browns, Browns Jets. Jets. And so we were like, all right. Well, I was like, look, well, Big Rich's birthday is 420, so let's bet 420. So we bet the over. Was it the over? We bet the over. I didn't gamble, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, no, no. Somebody I know bet the over, <laughs> yeah. and we bet we bet for the Browns to cover, yeah. right? Browns won both. Are you kidding me? Right? Like no, we bet four twenty on both. It was uh, there was the game that that Baker didn't come until the half. Right. So yes. like the yeah, Browns were Browns getting Browns were destroyed, dead. and they looked awful. They couldn't move. They the looked ball. like the Browns. And then they put <laughs> Baker in, and they. <laughs> And they came right storming they back, and he was making drives. How's college football and plays. team? We don't have. We don't have a college. We don't have a college football team. We're basketball. Um, but yeah. yeah, and then I think the, not the I, I think the over was thirty nine and a half, and the total score was thirty nine, something like that. So yeah. It yeah. was big rich looking down. Yeah, big, yeah, big rich already of, like four twenty. <laughs> yeah. We won. We won those two bets, and it was just I don't know, man. It, it was like. Uh, I've already thanked him, but it was just like I had a bunch of friends that were so, so annoying, and I didn't understand the importance of people being annoying in those moments, right? Um, because, like, me, I enjoy being alone in general, and I also be enjoying being left alone, right? And it was just, like, to have, like, friends that were just forcing their way into my house, right? So, like, one of our really, really good friends, Nate, lives, like, two doors down from me, and so he would just show up. And he would show up with food, and he would just show up, like, well, I'm going to order food, so I'm going to bring you some food. And I was just like, dude, like, no, you're good, man. I was like, no, I'm just going to show up. Because I wasn't really leaving my house, and my family was in my, so um, I had another death in uh, my wife's family. They were in London. So I was there by myself in the house, which I was cool because it was like, I get to grieve by myself. I get to be in my own space. I don't have to worry about people, like, are you okay, this and that. But I think the cool thing was, is, like, I had one friend, Justin Wessel. He showed up, <laughs> right? So... And again, I have the best friends in the world. So Justin Wessel, he drove up from San Diego. And he goes, he was on our basketball team in college. And um, he goes, hey, uh, uh, Nate texted me and was like, hey, uh, just so you know, like, Justin's here, right? And Justin was like, well, I didn't want to text you because I figured if <laughs> I texted you, no. you would have said no or you wouldn't have replied. So he showed up. And then um, I think Jesse came over yeah. and somebody else called and was like, uh, somebody like, hey, is it all right if like Jasmine comes over? I was like, well, he's the first fucking person to ask to come <laughs> over. So, so yeah, he's fine to come over. So the next thing I know for like two or three days, I have like three or four of my friends like just in my basement watching TV, just hanging out, we're eating, we're watching football games, just like anything to do to like take your mind off of like, what just happened mm -hmm. um you know and it was crazy man because like big rich like he was such a character like he wasn't doing anything it was just again it was, it's it's a sad tragic thing but it was like he was just sitting on a corner drinking a beer talking to like the people that he'd known for 20 30 years and he would go back there it was 6 30 so it wasn't dark out he wasn't like any place it was just again a wrong time and you know that's what the cops like the cops show up at your place at at 1 30 in the morning and start handing you things and then i'm next of kin right so it was just like all of a sudden i'm next to kin of somebody that like again i'm glad we're at that spot but like i didn't know the man for 20 years yeah. and so now i'm next of kin like handling things um so it was crazy man because you know my pops went to uh big rich went to morningside high school my mom went to dorsey which is like both of those schools are in the middle of the hood right and that's part of the reason why we moved away um but no, 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 it was crazy. So, uh, you know, I haven't had a chance to thank the fans, to thank, you know, all the people, like media people that I've connected with, teammates, like so many people like reached out, even Bron reached out and was just like, his message might've been the worst. His message definitely was the worst. <laughs> right? Why? What? Why? Oh, because it was like, he was like, because I, he was just, <laughs> Because he was just like, hey, man, look, man, I, you know, I like, hey, I know you're going through a lot, but I respect, you know, I just want to let you know, like, I'm thinking about you and just understand that the man upstairs, you know, he, you know, he doesn't, mm. make, he doesn't make any mistakes. And I was just like, 
fuck you for being right. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, that's one of those ones where it was like, there was a lot of people that sent messages and like, you know, I had different people that, that reached out, even people that I wasn't really like, you know, like super close with, but they just, you know, like Mike Breen uh, sent me a really, really nice message recently and was just like, hey man, like, you know, you know, I lost my father a few years ago. When, you know, whenever a person loses their, whenever a man loses his father, it's a very poignant time in that person's life. And, you know, you read these messages and you look at things and you're like, man, you know, but I've had a lot of friends like go through this. Like, you know, his wife, Bree, lost, lost her dad like sudden, l l suddenly. Um, Nate, our friend that lived next door, lost his dad suddenly. So I've had a lot of friends that have had that and we're kind of at that age, whether it's old age or a heart attack or something crazy. Not many of them get shot in a drive-by shooting, you know, but, you know, Big Rich had a certain flair of his own. That he, <laughs> he just wanted to make sure he didn't blend in with the crowd, you know. Yeah. Allie, it's okay. Yeah. It's, it's okay. This is part of the grieving process. Allie's, like, over here, like, well, I have makeup. I so have he makeup. Got, yeah, so Rich got us. He got me committed to the podcast during this time. Yeah, that's and when I was, like. He also <laughs> was very quick to point out to all the people. He's, like, it's funny how. All you motherfuckers that want to come hang out all day at my house are married with kids. <laughs> and now you get a chance to come, like, watch movies all day and eat play food and games. play video games. And now you guys want to be my best friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, so funny. Justin was like, Justin was sitting on the couch. And he was like, we were sitting there and we were just drinking beers. And it was like maybe a boxing match or something, but he was there. And he kind of like laughed to himself. I'm like, what? He's like, Man, I haven't done this in so long. <laughs> like he's got three kids, so it was like he was like I haven't just sat on the couch with my buddies for like four hours and done nothing with no expectations. So you know, shout out to Justin, Jesse, Jaspin, Luke, Nate, um, Nick, like all the guys that just kind of reached out and like so many people. Even like again, like like I posted that picture of Big Rich. Uh, I posted a video of him. I. I I finally fucking broke down and joined like Instagram. It was the dumbest thing I've ever done in my life. It's the dumbest thing I've ever done. And at his funeral, right? So Luke goes, um, he was like, like, so the way the funeral was in the background, there was like, you couldn't really hear because it was like, it's an old church in like downtown LA. But like this lady got up to spoke, speak and Luke was like, yo, 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 Rich, you know that lady up there that, that like spoke like midway through? And I'm like, yeah, what's up? He goes, you know, and now Big Rich was known for his one-liners. Like, that was his thing. Like, he didn't even do it on purpose. That was just kind of his weird personality. And I think that might be why we got along, it's because <laughs> our dads were so weird, right? And he was like, yo, that lady came up to me and was like, man, I love Big Rich, man. He told me, like, I was on his bucket list, right? And I was like, yo, she said that up there. He was like, wait, what? She said that up there? I was like, yes, during her speech. Like, she, like family can get up, our friends can get up and talk. She literally got up and was like, yeah, I love Big Rich. He used to tell me I was on his bucket list. And I was just like, oh, man. I'm sitting there with kids. Yes, everyone laughing in, in the audience. Yeah, it, it was that absurd. Uh, but yeah, no. It was he a good to, line. It was a great line. God, I know a lot of people are going to probably steal that line. Go ahead, please steal it and just cite Big Rich. I think that's a good way to kind of wrap this thing up. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to, but we're Luke, done. you had such a busy afternoon. We're done. We're done because you're an hour. You were an hour late. He needs to hit the one hitters though. What's hit him with the one. We are going to. We have something before we close out <laughs> for see, you. See, we we like to do it on road tripping. Which speaking of social media, if we you still are have following us, left, so we can't um, be completely done. We have not gone away. Many people are asking where we're going, what we're doing. Um, so <laughs> wow, as <laughs> Richard, those that are just listening, I'm retired. Just took a wine bottle to his face. Uh, we are on Twitter at Road Tripping Pod. And it's not just a wine. And bottle. we are fact touche. Um, and are we are also on Instagram at not Road yet. Tripping. Uh, <laughs> We're working. But we love K. What is it? So, Camus. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so we do like to do this a lot. This is how we're going to end this. We're going to get. We're going to get some sponsorships. We're going to get some sponsorships. We're going to do that. But but that's the thing. Like like. See, it goes, how, how, how much time do we go for Allie? She's, this is where she starts getting annoyed. Like, shut up. What, what, how was the question? I'm saying we could have done this for another 30 minutes. Yeah, at yeah. least. So at least. what we like to do is we like to do rapid fire. <laughs> <laughs> this is literally how I have to act. Wait, 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 wait. I, got, I got one more story. I got one more story. No. I got one more story. Just one. Just one. Because it's about Channing. It? How long Channing. is it going to take? It's about Channing. It's Channing. It's like oh, eight no, seconds. As long as it's not it's on Channing, I'm in. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's got to change, change your battery. Go. You can tell the story. No, no, I, I need, I need this. You don't need my response. No, I do because I need you locked in because it is, it is all of our road tripping fans. Like, if you guys know, listen to me and Channing all the time, and you were like, who would be friends with these two guys? 
Luke is our best friend. <laughs> so imagine the imagine the three of us together. It is very, very special, right? So I tell Luke, me and Luke had had some conversations about like, you know, either helping out or just like doing some stuff with, you know, just the Thank Lakers, you. just like, you know, hey, if you can, you know, contribute or if there anything, we just had some conversations. I decided to go this route. Wow. And so uh, I was like, Luke, just know that like, if I were to help you out, I would be super, super professional. And he was like, yeah. I was like, how was it working with Channing? He was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, one, I asked Channing if, if there was any text message or any messages that, that he wanted. He was like, yeah, ask Luke why he didn't run more plays with me. Right? And we so- We played him. He, he, he played more for us in this last few months than he did in the last three years of his career. <laughs> Ever since teams started switching and taking everything he does well out of the game, yeah. he played more for us since that happened in the NBA. So Chan- just real quick, because this is Channing, right? So Channing, uh, you tell the story a lot better, so I'll set you up. But I was like, yo, like, just know I'm a professional. And I was like, dude, like, full, like, whatever. And I was like, how was it working for Channing? Tell him what Channing did. Like, you were like, go ahead. So I told Channing, because we've known each other a long time. And it's like, this isn't the first time I've, like, coached somebody I played with. Like, even in Golden State, I coached Andre. Oh, yeah. We went to college together. And then I played with Sean Livingston in Cleveland and Mo Spates in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Andre and Sean, I don't need to worry about having this conversation with because they're professional and it doesn't matter. Like, it's going to be good either way. Channing, (laughs) he gets here and I'm like, listen, Chan, like, you're my dude and we're really good friends, but, like, it's not our our relationship here on the court isn't that. This is coach-player relationship. Like, I just want to make sure we know that. Mm-hmm. And he's like, of course. Like, I'm, I'm not dumb. Like, I got you. Like, totally cool. So, <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm everyone like, right. that's listening knows Channing and how this is going to end up. So I, I uh, walk in the film the next day, and I say, I'm saying, I forget what I'm talking about. I say something about, uh, about Channing, and he's like, He's like, come on, Lukey. <laughs> and he calls me Lukey in front of the whole team, which is like literally my Lukey mother. Luke, yeah, that's like when my mom calls me and a couple other people. And, and like the day after we had the talk about like this is a coach-player relationship, he's there calling me Lukey in front of what the is, whole team. Just like, what does the whole team do? They just kind of like, they had the same look I had. Like, what, the, what are you doing? Like, what? <laughs> Did you just call him Lukey? You know what I mean? And I was like, oh, God. No, the first time you told like, me that. I told, like, I pulled Chan inside. I'm like, dude, we just talked about this. <laughs> and he's like, oh, he's like, my bad, my bad. I didn't even know I did. I won't do it again. I won't do it again. I'm sorry. I apologize. And I'm like. But you can't, like, just, that's yeah, you can't and anybody that knows Channing, uh, because he's just, he's just kind of incapable of having that focus. Yeah. He's like, hey, look, just be really serious. You're right. Hey, all right, guys. Hey, Looky Dookie. You're just like, what the fuck? I got one more Channing story that I'll let you go. (laughs) So we're playing New Orleans, right? Luke, if you would have showed up on time, we would have had all these. I know, but this isn't my fault. It is my fault. It is your fault. You're the head coach. So we're playing in New Orleans, and Channing's kind of new to the team. He's like, hey, let me me add some stuff in. Because I love, like, when I'm, like, we love the players. Like, we'll ask them, what do you know about this guy? If he played with them before, just keeping them involved so they're not just sitting there, like, in a classroom. getting bored mm-hmm. so Channing's like hey when you get to Anthony Davis I got some good stuff let me <laughs> let me talk I said all right Allie's laughing because she knows I'm Channing. like we got to keep this quick it's got to be quick and he's like I oh, got you nothing. Oh, so no. I, we get there and Miles is doing a scout uh and he's like da, 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 da. I'm like Miles Channing wanted to add a couple of things so he's got the floor and he starts for eight minutes going through every move Anthony Davis can do. So we can't let him go left. He wants to go left. When he pump fakes you, he's just trying to get space to shoot it. He's da 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 like and I'm finally like, all right, uh, thank, thank you. I'm like, Channing, all right, let's move on, Miles. So, so and Channing hadn't been playing up to this point because oh, he was just yeah. new on the team. So mm-hmm. he didn't he was still learning. So <laughs> we're down like 15 and it's like we need something i'm like channing get out there go and channing goes out there and ad scores like 19 straight <laughs> and he, he uses every move that channing had just talked about he uses all of them and scores on all of them so ad's finished the game with like 45 right <laughs> so we at last year we had like a young team and 
But as soon as we get back in the locker room, they're all killing. They're calling Channing small fry. And like these are like young, <laughs> young players, small fry. They're like, shit, Channing, who do we play next? So the Kings, DeMarcus Cousins or whatever, like whoever it is, like yeah. well, just make sure you don't tell us. So like the running joke for the rest of the season was don't let Channing talk about any of the other team's best players. <laughs> That's now, we can, now we can finish. Now, now we can finish. Should we just end on those? No, probably. Get that. Yeah. No, no, yeah. he's got okay. these. He's got hit these and he's got. So what we like to do is just rapid fire. So it's a way for our viewers, our listeners, to get to know you are our guest a little bit more. So it's really simple, really <laughs> I'm easy. I'm not here for me. I'm here for Richard. <laughs> yes, but you're here for Big Rich. You're here for Big Rich. Yes. Okay, so they're really simple. They're really easy. You have to answer within like three seconds. Okay? They're really simple. It's not that hard. It's not just. All right, ready? Texting or talking? Oh my God! Who are we talking about? <laughs> you got I mean, who, like, to just who? in general. Just, just in general. Would you rather someone text or would you rather talk to someone on the phone? I, like a close person, I'd rather talk to ninety percent of the people. This is like Channing and no, Scott. No, in, in, in his defense, <laughs> never ever text or call him expecting any. Touche. We know that. <laughs> never okay. text or call him. Cake or pie? Phone. Would you rather eat a piece of cake or a piece of pie? Cake. Did you feel like you had to explain <laughs> that to me? Well, you just took 10 minutes to answer the text. Well, the text was PlayStation, would you rather play PlayStation or Xbox? That's not even a real question. Xbox. I just asked you. Xbox. Xbox. That's my um, climb a mountain or jump from a plane? Climb a mountain. Kobe or LeBron? <laughs> that was me. That was Richard. Don't answer. I'm good either way. <laughs> Don't answer. Boring. If there is a... If there is a... What? You wrote it. What are you talking about? Those are your notes. Those are your notes. <laughs> Wait, what? The game. If there's a spider in your house, do you kill it or set it free? Set it free. Aw. Pineapple on pizza, yes or no? If there's pepperoni and jalapeno next to it. That's my God. That's my dog. Sour Patch Kids or Swedish Fish? Swedish Fish. If there's a hair in your food at a restaurant, do you return it? No. With, with, with the part at the end. Halfway through? <laughs> Do I return the food? Hey, if it's no. halfway through. I take the hair out and we can just keep You just moving. keep eating? Keep it moving. Cardio or weights? <laughs> weights. <laughs> Cardio is, yeah. What's worse, laundry or dishes? Laundry. Oh, Hamburger or taco? Taco. Blinds or curtains? What's the difference? <laughs> <laughs> Joe Thomas Dark. was actually on road tripping and he said it was the worst thing in the world going... Oh, they're curtains, expensive. Yeah. No, curtains are shopping for curtains. Expensive. Yeah, yeah, but I'd rather own curtains than blinds. Blinds, like blinds those are like you have to like twist. That's pancake like, or waffle. You got too much money for that. Yeah, no, <laughs> pancake or waffle. Uh, waffle. Salt and vinegar or sour cream and onion. Sour cream and onion. Chargers or Rams. <laughs> <laughs> Chargers. Oh, well, there you go. I'm a Ram guy. See, that was easy. All right, close this out, Allie. We appreciate you obviously coming in. I appreciate you. I don't know about Richard. No, I do appreciate him. I just I, we I'm, wish we could have spent 35, 45 no, I, minutes. No, I'm glad that you. we got. I'm glad that I feel like the next guest. We're gonna need two bottles of wine. Yeah. Um, yeah. To Big Rich, let's get one to last cheer, one. Cheers, to Big, to Big Rich, Rich man. fam. Would you come back again? You can pour it out on the carpet, like you know, you pour it out for the homies. <laughs> cheers. <laughs> cheers. I actually saw that at the funeral. Did, did you notice that? We're done. No. Like when they were burying, like, yeah. Which I've never been seen that part of it. Yeah. Some of his OG crew that was there. Oh yeah, yeah. There were some. They there were like some. Com- there were some Compton, Compton, Compton yeah, yeah, yeah. people. They there. had like a homemade water bottle, like ready for that. They, no, they just squirted it out, and then he'd take a sip and pass it to the, the other, like three straight times. People guys did it. Yeah. Yeah. No, there were some. There were some aspects of that that like was very. Oh yeah, we're in a different part. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'll say this. Good news is Big Rich is um, is buried at the. Inglewood Cemetery. Uh, so, like, you know, when we're going to those Ram games uh, or, or, you know, by the forum over there, get a chance to go shout out my big fella. So, yeah. uh, I'm looking. I'm actually looking forward to that. So, so Luke Walton, thank you for joining yeah. us on Road Tripping. Oh, it's I thought we already ple- ended. It's I'm been sorry. a pleasure for joining yeah. us. No, they're still recording audio. Oh, okay. Yeah, but we well, in that forget. case, can you shut up for a second? Well, yeah. okay. Um, if you're still following us on social media, Richard wants you guys to know that. We are at Road Tripping Pod on Twitter, and we are at Road Tripping on Instagram. And you are what on Instagram now? Because oh, you're transitioning Richard, into your Richard new life. Richard A. Jefferson, and it was the biggest mistake I've it ever wasn't. made. He's excited. No, no, I kid you not. It was no, the biggest mistake I ever did joining Instagram. Why I, I don't have it. And don't my, get it, Luke. We were driving home, and uh, my wife Bree was like, "Oh, Richard just got Instagram," and he posted this really nice message about Big Rich. 
and she was like, damn. And he already has 70,000 followers or hits. And my first thought was like, do 70,000 people really give a shit what Richard well, has no, to but say? Then, I, no, okay, so but, let me say this. I, mean, I got in trouble. No, no, no. But, but then he showed me his phone three days later, and it was up to like 250,000 hits. And I was like, yeah, no, this let is me, why let I me, I got in trouble like in my this. own house already because of Instagram, because I've done nothing. All I did, okay, so Cleveland And on that note. No, yeah, okay, right. on that note. No, we're we're going to keep talking. So Cleveland fans, yeah. I took the official little Kev, which we used to kind of do yeah. during our little thing. It was just a little, like, joke thing that we did, a little Kev low. So I switched it Basically, over to... Basically, little Kev beat the Warriors. Yeah, so I... It, yeah, I he does yeah. So <laughs> we, switched like, it over, we switched it over, <laughs> and it, I just had Instagram switch it to, instead of official little Kev, it's Richard A. Jefferson. So I had 70,000, or I had, like, like let's say 55,000 followers that were following little Kev, which is absurd in itself that he was verified. Right. So they switched it over to Richard. So so Affy was like, yo, I heard you're on Instagram. And I'm like, oh yeah, I posted this message, like, you know, my agent, because I'm entering broadcasting, they decide they think that I really need to join this and so I need to do this. So I just I deleted all the other stuff. And she was like, why do you have so many followers already? Who are you following? Do you follow me? And I'm like, I just got on it. It was literally Saturday night. I posted the thing Saturday morning, and I'm already having my first fight about Instagram. Like, how is that even real? People don't join Instagram. I got into a fight on accident because of that. On accident. I had like a pre-existing, like, how long have you been on Instagram? This morning. I had no idea, because you know what? Braun likes something, then all of a sudden, like, the whole world shows Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, it's the worst. All right, love you guys. <laughs> that, that, that was, yeah, are we done? Do we have more wine? What's the story? No. Okay, good. <laughs>Hey, Road Trip and fans, don't forget, we're working with a t-shirt company that you may have seen around, Homage. They're the ones that are responsible for LeBron's Ultimate Warrior shirt and many of the college designs you see on tees. As they pay homage to great moments in sports and inspiring stories, go check out their NBA Jam tees at homage.com. You're sure to be inspired and we'll get a kick out of their special design for Richard and Channing, along with three other designs specific to the Road Trip and fan. Get them while they're still in stock at homage.com.